the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world World of food. First, AMC Theaters is offering you free unlimited popcorn. What? Now through June 30th as part of an effort to lure people back into movie theaters. Free unlimited? Free unlimited. Second, there's a new flavor of M&M's. White chocolate pretzel. Ooh, they call I'm them intrigued. snowballs, and they're for the holidays. They're coming out in September. How do they fit a pretzel inside of an M&M? Well, I guess <laughs> if they could do almonds, what can't they do? <laughs> and finally, in the world of food, how do you like the idea of having chocolate for breakfast? I'm My in. friend Julie always has a piece of chocolate with her coffee every morning. Huh. Well, she may be onto something. New research showed that eating chocolate in the morning or late at night did not lead to weight gain. Let me repeat. (laughs) It did not lead to weight gain. They also found that a high intake of chocolate during the morning hours could actually help with fat burning and reduce blood glucose levels. Wow, look at that. I need to investigate more. I wonder if it's that like dark chocolate that's like 90% Keiko that's like... Investigate Ooh. no further. <laughs> Just go with it. Just interpret it how you want. All right. And run with I'm it. I'm having chocolate with my coffee today. <laughs> Coming up, are you happy with the career path that you chose? Are you happy with the career path that you chose? According to a recent survey, almost half of adults between the ages of 33 and 40 are not. No kidding. Yeah, they wish they had had help figuring out their passions and what they're good at. They feel like they were pressured to pursue a four-year degree and the mountains of debt that can come with it uh, without always knowing if there was a viable career on the other side of graduation. Mm, Little buyer's remorse, huh? Yeah, I thought that was fascinating because it just makes my heart goes out to them because I really hope they can find something they love. I'm happy with my career path. I really think I could have been a rock star. (laughs) I got the hair for it. And now you have the guitar for it, right? <laughs> That's right. My wife got me a guitar that I got to learn how to play. Which, by the way, Mark Lee from Third Day, we were texting last night. Lessons are going to be a go. Are you, you going to do it in person? or figure out the schedule. going to do a couple in person and then probably Zoom just because schedules, you know. Yeah. He's so busy. I pretend I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> so we've all gotten this speech at one time or another from someone older than us. You have it so easy nowadays. Back in my day, we had to, and you know, fill in the blank, walk to school uphill both ways in the snow. But I do believe that uh, particularly young ladies have it easier nowadays when it comes to what they have to go through to get ready to go out the door and face the world. What? Because of one product. One product has changed everything. See if this isn't true for you next. I'm surprised that this product that is out that has made people's lives so much easier that people aren't just like, oh my gosh, this is revolutionized. The uh, getting out the door in the morning business. And the product I'm talking about is something that my daughters used for years. And my wife started using it after they got turned on to it. And that is dry shampoo. No more need to like get your entire head of hair wet and dry it and do the whole bit. Nope, you just... Psh, 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 and you're good to go. That that has got to save so much time. Especially, my family, we have very 
thick hair. All mm-hmm. of my kids have very thick hair. My wife has very thick hair, long hair. They If they wash it, I mean, it's like, get a book, pack a lunch, because they're going to be a long time. And dry shampoo, totally changed that. Totally changed that for them. So, here's what Doesn't I'm Doesn't help me. Why dry not? shampoo doesn't help because my hair is it? so fine and thin. I used to use baby powder. Mm-hmm. That works. But then I heard baby powder is not so good for you. <laughs> and then I've got this other product. It's like a powder you can shake in your hair. But yeah. I just, I, ah, my hair is so thin and fine and oily. I have to wash it every day. Uh, well, here's what I'm wondering. Since that product's not working for you, anybody else that's listening, what do you think? Do you think nowadays it's easier to get out the door, you know, like to go to work or church or, you know, just make yourself presentable to go somewhere. Is it easier to get out the door nowadays than it was back when you were a kid? No way. It's way harder. Is it now? Well, when you were a kid? Then I'm oh. a kid. I mean, like high school, college. High school, okay. Yeah, like teenage, no, you know, younger years when you were I out, think out for women who truly do what society thinks they should do to their appearance is way harder. Now? They're all way harder. Why? Oh my gosh, there's so many pressures. You gotta have like the fake eye. I don't do any of this. You can tell if you see a picture of me, so full disclosure. Um, But no, you're supposed to do like the the microblading, your eyebrows are supposed to be perfectly identical and symmetrical. And then you're supposed to put these giant eyelashes on. And then you're supposed to have your nails done. And like, I don't even know what else, because I just learned about microblading the other day and I'm like, my mind was blown. I just thought these women, God gave them really symmetrical, perfect eyebrows. <laughs> I didn't know it was tattooed on there. I had no idea. Here's what I'm wondering, ladies in particular, is it easier now or harder to get ready and get out the door? Ashley, so what do you say? Is it harder or easier to get ready to face the world and face the day now. I'm talking like, you know, what you have to do to get ready in the morning. Is it harder or easier than it was years ago? It was harder. It was absolutely harder. When Taylor was talking, I felt attacked because I was like, that is me down to the nines. <laughs> I have to have the, my eyebrows. I taught my boss. I was like, your eyebrows are sisters, not twins. Okay, YouTube said it's okay. I have my face on. I have to get ready. Sometimes I put my shaper on, it just depends. And then the days that I always sleep or I'm in the late, when I come to work with no makeup, no eyebrows, people are like, what's wrong? You don't look yourself today. And I'm like, I'm tired. Well, <laughs> Tell my you know what? Yet. What's wrong is a way more appropriate response than, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is bad. They're like, I'm going to give you 15 minutes to fix this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, sometimes just putting the shapewear on, you know, if you get stuck in that stuff, that can take <laughs> oh, hours. That is surgery. <laughs> it is surgery. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for thank you for enlightening me. Here, I thought ladies had it easier nowadays. <laughs> no, thank you, guys. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news. A dad was able to save his daughter's life all thanks to a TV show. Matt Uber panicked when he was playing tag with his little four-year-old girl, and she was suddenly unresponsive. He heard this thud and found her. She wasn't breathing. And he remembered an episode from The Office where they learned CPR from to the beat of staying alive. Yeah. Ah, ah, yeah. Ah, ah, staying alive, staying alive. And he started chest compressions. Little Vera was diagnosed with a rare heart condition, and she has an internal defibrillator. But now she's going to be just fine, thanks to Dad. And he wouldn't even, like, accept any, like, 
You did a great job until he had heard whether he did it right or not. He was still not trusting himself. Wow. But he just yelled to his wife, call 911. Thanks. And then staying alive. Thanks to the crew at Dunder Mifflin. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that incredible? That is. What a story. I went to the pool the other afternoon and it was me and the moms in the neighborhood and their little kids. That was it. And I really enjoyed listening to the kids playing. And I'm going to share a phrase with you, Taylor, in a minute that one of the kids yelled that it's going to take you back to your childhood like that. It's okay. just two words. You'd be like, oh, my gosh, that, that is. Uh, yes, I can remember. I can remember yelling that. And it's one of those phrases you had to yell real fast, like, boom, like real fast. OK, tell you in a minute, you're going to be a little kid again. I'm going to magically transport you back to your childhood with a two word phrase. You want to guess what it is? I heard it at the pool the other day. Uh, the two that um, came into my mind, there were two, and I can't decide between the two. One is, do over. <laughs> That's a good one. And yeah. the other one is, you're it. Oh, close. You're right. You're on the right track. They had decided they were going to play uh, Sharks and Minnows or something like that. And, uh-huh. and they go, okay, let's play Sharks and Minnows. And all of a sudden, there was a chorus of, not it, not it, not, not it. it. Ah, not it, not it. Right. Yes. And the last one to call it is, is yep. it. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. How many times as a kid do you yell that or a similar phrase, not it? Oh, yeah. And there comes a day in your life, you don't know what day it is, it's your last time you yell, not it, and you don't know it. And oh. then and then you wow. adulthood takes over, right? That's what I sat there thinking, uh, listening to these kids, just not a care in the world, yes. at the pool, with their friends, playing sharks and minnow. You know, you think those days are never going to end. And then Remember one you day used to did. spend so much time in the pool, like everything looked like prunes, your <laughs> yes, fingers yeah, and yeah, your yeah. eyes were burning and you just, you could like, when you got in bed at night, you could feel your body sway with the waves like you were still in the water. Here's how long, here's how you know you've been in the pool a long time. The water doesn't feel cold anymore. The mm-hmm. water feels exactly the same as it does outside, right? Yeah. But, but not it. It took me back like that to being a kid. I wish I knew. What was the last time I played a game and had to yell enthusiastically, spontaneously, top of my lungs, not it! When was the last time you had one of those ethical dilemmas? Like maybe someone gave you two of something and you're like, oh man, I could keep this and they wouldn't even know. Uh What did you do? We're going to talk about that next. I don't know what it is, but my poor husband keeps finding himself in these ethical dilemmas where you're like forced to... Do the right thing because you know that's the right thing. But yet the temptation is like, no one would know. What's going on? And uh, the latest is he went to, I won't name the store because I don't want to get anyone in trouble. But he ordered a new blower for the yard, a a battery powered blower. So he didn't have to drag the extension cord all over the place. And he goes to pick it up. He ordered it online. Well, they hadn't gotten it down yet. He's like, oh, well, do you want me to just go get it? And they're like. Yeah, you won't wait as long if you do that. Okay. So ordering online did nothing. So he goes <laughs> to get it, and he had to get one of those big ladders and get an employee to get it down. And he goes, he said, I think to the guy who got it down and to the cashier, like, this is, I I don't think this is the correct box. I think there might be something wrong because this is not, you know how the box usually is like bright colors and is there a picture of the blower and it tells okay. you why it's yeah, the yeah. super duper blower mm-hmm. and you want to buy this one. And they're like, no, no, this is right. It's okay. So he gets it home and it was there a couple days and sure enough, he goes, he's like, I'm going to fire up my new blower. He opens it up. There's two blowers, two blowers. in the mm-hmm. box. It's not two pieces. 
it's two blowers. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's an expensive blower and they just gave you an extra one? And we talked about it for less than 10 seconds. Even thought of who we could give the extra one to. And then went, (laughs) that's not right. And so yesterday was the big day where he went back to the store and handed it in. It wasn't a return because mm-hmm. if they put it on his credit card, then he'd be getting the other one for right. free. It was just, you, you you gave me two. And it was so sweet. He said he had this awesome cashier who's from the Caribbean with this beautiful accent. And he tells her what happened. And he said, you know, so I, I had to do the right thing. I had to bring it back. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, oh. We are all accountable in the eyes of the Lord. <laughs> it was awesome. Right. She wasn't like, oh, you're such a good person. She said he, she was very grateful afterwards, mm-hmm. but she basically let him know, like, you know to do the right thing. <laughs> no bonus blower for you. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Interesting story about uh, your husband getting a bonus blower. Mm-hmm. Had to mistake. take it back, do and, the right uh, thing. Yeah, and, and took it back. First of all, you guys should have gone gas blower, man. I'm telling oh, no, you. no, I love it. It's so lightweight and I can nothing, use it. Nothing more manly than strapping that backpack thing on and vroom, firing it up. And um, when we first got ours, I would go like looking for stuff to just blow out of the yard. <laughs> Is that it was fun? so much fun. Yes. I like the uh, the battery one was really fun. Mm-hmm. I hit the turbo button, glad you guys. Oh, you know, I don't think you need that. Yeah, we got we've got one of those we use just to kind of brush off the deck. But I mean, if you want the real deal, if you want to want a man up. <laughs> yeah, I've always wanted a man up. <laughs> Thanks for the advice. <laughs> And you gotta go. You gotta go big or go home, man. The I'm battery su- one is great. It's really, in fact, we thought it was a little too powerful. I'm surprised the. Uh, it was the, blowing the mulch around. The, the lady at the registry said that it was from the Caribbean. I'm surprised she didn't say, why you not go gas blower, man? <laughs> <laughs> why you get the girl blower? Should have got that manly bro oh blower. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Guys will find anything to compete with each other about, including who has a better yard blower. So crazy. So I don't know about you guys, but you might want to get out the world's smallest violin. But restaurants in Beverly Hills are not able to provide the hours or service that their clientele has become accustomed to because Uh. they can't get waiters. Wolfgang Puck has taken to social media to try to attract high end waiters to his restaurants where Mm -hmm. he says they make over $120,000 a year. (gasps) Being a waiter. I'll do it. And he can't get people to work. I always wanted to see what that was like to be a waiter or waitress. I know you work your tail off. Well, and could you imagine, like, working for Wolfgang Puck? I mean, that's the highest of high end. Like, at Spago, he has a skeleton staff working at Spago right now because he can't get people to work. Oh, my gosh. I got to tell my niece, Tabitha, about this because she is, she's been a waitress for years to put herself through community college. Yeah. She should just go out out to Wolfgang Puck's restaurant. (laughs) I'm here. Why not? Where's the 120? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know how so many people are suddenly like, I got to plan a summer vacation. I can finally go somewhere. <laughs> yes. Well, if you want to save big on your vacation coming up, don't let this person plan it. Want to save big on your summer vacation? So many people are like, yes, I'm oh, yeah. finally going somewhere. Well, here's the person you don't want to plan your trip. Your husband. <laughs> Men are around 50% more likely to go big and overspend. Oh, yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, you agree, huh? Oh, totally. There are some uh, spending traps if you're one of the many people finally planning a summer vacation. Uh, Try not to overdo it with splurges. You haven't been able to do anything fun in a long time, but simple is still fun. Mm. By the time you pay for a pet sitter or boarding for your animals, your flight, your rental car, and more, it's hard to have extra for the fancier hotel or the more expensive restaurants. So you got to keep all those other fees in mind. When you're planning the trip. Yeah, we, we have five dogs. We had six. And it used to be more expensive for our dogs <laughs> to be boarded than it was for us to stay somewhere. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? So I think this would be fascinating to talk about. Really interesting about who plans the vacations for your family. Is it mom? Is it dad? And who's more likely to splurge on the upgrades? Who's more likely to say, we're flying first class? We're on vacation. We're going to treat ourselves like kings. And who's more likely to go, why? It's a two-hour flight. It's $200 more. Why would we waste that money? How does that conversation go down between you and your better half? Talking about uh, planning for vacations. Who does it in your home? Is it you or your better half? And who's more likely to splurge on the upgrades? What about you and Glenn? You guys travel Yeah, we love so traveling. It's who, like our who bliss. Who is it that plans and who's more likely to splurge? It is 100% my husband who plans. Okay. And I have several friends who are so jealous that I have a husband that loves to research vacations mm-hmm. and book the flights, book the hotels, look for deals. Like... They're like, because then what happens is neither the husband nor the wife in those families like to do all that. Mm -hmm. So then they don't end up going anywhere. And they're like, man, I wish I had a Glenn. I wish (laughs) I had someone to plan travel. And we, um, we definitely would never spend the money on first class because we just would rather go on another trip with that money because it's, that's how expensive first class is. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think what he'll do, like, he doesn't just like, Say, I'll splurge on this hotel, but he'll show me like two hotels yeah, and which one is better. And one of them might be like 20 bucks a night more. Mm-hmm. And I'll, he'll get me to go, ooh, I think it's worth it. I think that's worth 20 bucks a night. Or they're kind of like not that big of a deal. And I'll go, no, no, get the cheaper one. And that buys our dinner that night. Mm. Like, so um, I don't know. He's definitely the travel planner, though. I don't. I've offered I've said, hey, do you want me to plan a trip? He's like, no, I like doing it. I don't want you to. It's like his bliss. Do you guys decide together where to go? Or yeah, does he go, well, guess where we're going? He'll, he used to, back before we had done much travel at all, mm-hmm. he would like have this day, I'd get home from work and he'd go, I know where I want us to go on our next trip. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like on cloud nine. And he'd sell you on it. Yes. <laughs> like when he told me he wanted to go to Norway, I was like, what? What in the world? Who would want to go to Norway? Uh-huh. And now we've been three times because it's mm. so. It's one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen. I'll tell you how it goes down in our house. Who who plans for the vacations in my house? Me or uh, or my wife, Tracy, and how we make the decisions on where we're going, where we're staying, the whole bit. In just a minute. Men are 50% more likely to splurge and go big when they spend on vacation if they're the ones that plan it. And Kev, you're going to tell us whether you or your wife, Tracy, is the one that plans the vacations. And I think I have a guess based on just working with you for so many years. You are always surprising her with trips. Yeah, that's how it usually goes down is that I'll go like, guess where we're going? 
Um, but I know what she likes. I mean, Marion's uh, Law is we've been, and I know I know where she likes to go, mm-hmm. what, what she likes to do. Um, Tracy's the only woman on the planet that would be happy to never go to Paris again. <laughs> <gasps> really? Oh. She and the French do not get along. <laughs> That's not good. However, she Paris. and the Italians are like a hand in a glove. She'll go to Italy anytime. And not like we travel around jet setters. We don't get to go there often, but those are just the. So you learn what someone likes and what they don't like mm-hmm. you know, over the course of time. And what I have learned is that like when we go on vacation, she wants it to be relaxing. I like to go, 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 go. Me too. She likes to chillax. Uh, so okay. I've learned like what she likes and what she doesn't like. And you were saying like you guys were like, don't upgrade to first class. That could be another vacation. What I've also learned with Tracy is she would rather take one extraordinary vacation than two or three that aren't. Ah, okay. So, yeah. So I'll go. And when I book a place, I always use, there's a third party involved in our travel. I've started using a travel agent. And I'll say, like, hey, this is where we're thinking of going. Can you send me two, three options of different accommodations and the, how much it's going to cost and what the accoutrements are? And, and yeah, our, our travel agent, Autumn, she'll send me she'll send me a whole package of, like, here's the places to go. I've stayed at this one. It's great. I've heard good things about this one. And then I put this third one in just so you'd have a price reference for what you're getting and how nice a place, you know, all three mm-hmm. of them are. That's yeah, cool. it makes it easy peasy. It's almost like you just pick from the menu. And then uh, off you go. That's the way my sister likes to travel, too. She always does like an an arranged trip. Like she uses a travel agent and like she's done biking across Europe. with, And they like carry your luggage um, for you and that kind of stuff. Doesn't cost a penny more to use a travel agent. I didn't know that. The hotels or the airlines, whatever, pay their fees. Um, So I guess the rest of you that aren't using a travel agent, they're building it into the cost of your room to pay for the travel agents with other people's bookings i don't know but anyhow it doesn't cost any more money and yeah they can see around stuff and like she's steered me away from places where i've been like this place looks great i mean online their website is awesome she's like "Ooh, no 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 pictures are way better than what you find when you get there so yeah i've really appreciated her expertise so what's the best parenting advice you've ever been given Michael W. Smith has a new book out about the lessons he learned from his dad and some of his favorite gems. They're, they're, they're ones you've talked about before as a dad, Kev, like this one. He says quality time is great, but you can't beat quantity time. He says the gift of your presence is the best gift. Making your marriage a top priority is the best example for your kids. Showing others the same love God shows us is a great parenting advice. And finally, Michael W. Smith's favorite advice he learned from his dad, praying is the most proactive expression of love and care you can take for anyone. Hmm, no kidding. Sounds like he had a great dad. No kidding. And and the one thing about them uh, that I've learned is is we as followers of Jesus, we ask for a lot of forgiveness, right? In our personal lives, we're constantly oh, yeah. asking for forgiveness. To be able to give your kids the same kind of grace that we want from our Heavenly Father, that can be hard to do, but it's a great way to look at, particularly when you know, you're know you disciplining or trying to show them like, hey, here's the right way to go down somewhere. It's mm-hmm. got to be equal parts of that with equal parts of, of grace when they mess up, because guess what? They're going to mess up and so are you. <laughs> a lot. Have you ever been pregnant at the same time as one of your friends? So fun, right? Well, coming up, wait till you hear about these sisters who are expecting. 
Have you ever been pregnant at the same time as one of your friends? It's got to be so fun to go through all that together and then have kids the same age. Well, check this out. Three sisters who are triplets. I was telling my mom about this yesterday. I called her to wish her and my dad a happy anniversary. Mm -hmm. And my sisters are um, three minutes apart. Hmm. Well, these girls, they, they're triplets, so the one has to say, well, she's four minutes, four minutes younger, and she's eight minutes younger than me. So <laughs> anyway, they are all pregnant at the same time. No kidding. Jana, Victoria, and Nina were born four minutes apart, and now they're due to deliver babies over the next four months. And what's really cool, because they're kind of like boom, 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 but yet not the same month, they get mm-hmm. to share maternity clothes. <laughs> They'll give birth at the same hospital with the same doctor. No kidding. And that doctor better not go on a trip between <laughs> right. now and the end of the year. Right. <laughs> the last You're one is allowed. born in is going to be born in November. Do you have someone in your life that has a really cool profession? And because of your friendship, you get to the inside scoop hmm. of what it's like to do their job. We're going to talk about that next. Do you have someone in your life that has a really cool profession? And because of your friendship... You get to know the inside scoop mm-hmm. on that profession. Like I was telling you the other day, Kev, I didn't realize that Disney employees ask each other when they find out they both work for Disney, they go, ooh, where do you make your magic? <laughs> I thought that was so cool. But my cousin Jason is a sports photographer. He's also cool taken job. photos of me and Kevin for the show, which is so nice of him. And... um he, he runs into all kinds of things. I mean, he's photographed the Masters in Augusta, Georgia. Mm. He's photographed some of the most famous athletes in the world. And let's just say he suffers for his art. Uh, I found a video of him photographing a Major League Baseball game. Yeah. And it was the end of the game. And this beautiful, young uh, female sports reporter was interviewing one of the players. And she looks fantastic. She's wearing this beautiful dress. And... She looks back at the last second and realizes a teammate is coming with the giant cooler o Gatorade and is about to dump it on that player's head that she's interviewing. <laughs> well, she gets out of the way. But my cousin Jason is trying to get a money shot of the winning, you know, player. Right. He gets completely drenched with blue Powerade like you've never seen. <laughs> and I sent it to him like Jason, you really suffer for your art. And he's like, oh, my gosh, I remember getting that wet, but I've never seen that video. He had never seen himself getting drenched (laughs) in slow motion. So I'll put it in a a little bit on the Kevin and Taylor socials. Did he know it was coming? Could he see it coming? Did he make like a face like, no, Um, you can tell he's all about his art. Really expensive. He kind of (laughs) like the video ends before he has a chance to really start investigating because, yeah, you don't want your camera damaged. Mm -hmm. But it's it hits his bangs first and push <laughs> slow-mo pushes his bangs up in the air it's, can't imagine how sticky he was <laughs> talking about people we know who have interesting jobs i got a bunch of people in my life who have cool jobs um i have a friend who is a retired pro cyclist um so oh, interesting wow. talking to my buddy todd yeah, yeah talking to my buddy todd about like when he lived in belgium and what it was like and it is not glamorous mm. at all <laughs> very hard life uh, i have a buddy who's a filmmaker he used to make feature films, and now he does uh, a lot of like private work for people like Home Depot and things like that. Mm-hmm. His job, hearing about what he does for a living is fascinating. But the one that I find the most interesting is my son Kyle, who is a musician, and some of the adventures he would get into. And it's it's interesting. You go to a, a show or a concert, 
And, you know, you're just you're experiencing as it happens. So you don't think about what everyone went through to not just, you know, prepare their to get good enough to be at that level of performing. Mm -hmm. But then also just the day of the show. We just show up at shows. We're like, oh, yeah, the drum set is all set up. Kyle's a drummer. Someone has to drag that thing all the way there. Um, You know, if it's a big concert, they're on tour and there's someone that may or may not do that for them, depending if you're the opening act or you're the the headliner. But then also um, you may have to he has to like carry he has a big backpack that has all of his symbols in it. And he'll do some gigs where he's like, oh, I just have to take my symbols for this one. And yeah. they are so heavy. Uh. But then also, he's he's also been at the level of touring the world with uh, a musician. And that is like the least glamorous job you could have. I mean, it sounds great. Like, oh, yeah, today we're in Berlin. And then, then we're in, you know, Hasselberg or something. The next day they were touring Germany. Um, and it sounds great, but when you're crammed in a little van with like mm-hmm. six or seven other people, and those six or seven yeah. other people are with you for like two, three weeks in a row, oh my gosh, it's misery. It's, like, it's like the worst summer camp ever. <laughs> every artist you hear on this radio station has been through something similar. Like I, mm-hmm. um, I'm reading a book about an artist I really like, and um, she said when they got their first on-the-road gig, like not at a local place... They rented a U-Haul for their gear. Mm-hmm. They ended up having to sleep in the U-Haul because they couldn't <laughs> afford a hotel room. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.